Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Brodnick. And I'm Taylor Strano. Well, you might not know Taylor's voice, but you know her work. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the person that writes all those show notes, the person that is usually hitting record. But yes, it's our nice producer, to be with you. producer Taylor. <laughs> if you hear us be like, oh, producer Taylor's not going to like that, that's you. <laughs> that's me. I'm the person that cuts everything out of the episodes. But today I am here behind the mic with you, Laura. It's nice to be back. Yes, it's lovely to have you here. Poor sweet Chelsea is still quite ill and she's going on a work trip to Korea tomorrow. So I feel like on our planning call today, I was in like crazy mum mode. I was like, go to the chemist and get this, go to the doctor and get this, get that, you know. We left her with like a full medical list of things to do before she flies tomorrow. And she's not well, so she's not going to do anything. Yeah, exactly. We should say she's symptom free. She's not flying sick. Do you know how after you've been sick for a few days and you still have that, like your body is just rejecting life in general? 100%. That's her. But it's interesting to have you here today because you are the person who unfortunately has to hear about all of my disasters like Taylor I've fallen down the stairs I can't record a podcast today Taylor I'm stuck in my apartment and the water's out I can't come into work Taylor my fringe is doing things that I can't even describe I know this fringe when you guys have produced the meetings about pod and like hosts who are difficult and stuff. You don't have to say who on air, but tell me off air, obviously. Oh, we exclusively talk about your fringe. I 100%. (laughs) I would actually not blame you guys for that. Just to be like, anyone had any problems in their pods and like, Laura wouldn't record today because her fringe looks bad, (laughs) even though we're not filming at the moment. Mm. Speaking of hair disasters, I keep seeing all these women on TikTok who have these really like serene, get ready with me. Like they're getting ready in the morning is like self-care. And it's really stressing me out because mine is like a bloodbath. What? Not literal blood. I mean, not yet. Hang on. <laughs> and I kind of say, I also only tell these stories to the spillers. I sound like I'm a disaster in real life, but I exclusively save it just between me and the pod listeners. So the other day we were talking about the fact that my water, you were on that episode, right? Yeah. No, but you mentioned about getting water from a dog park. And yeah, I have to, the I have water to go went out in my building and I had to go down to a dog park and get water to shower with. I just feel like I'm always in a constant state of disaster when I'm getting ready. And this morning I've got a really big day. So I was like, I'm going to get ready really early. And I'm going to be calm and I'm going to be like those girls on TikTok who just like look like I'm getting ready in a field of daisies. And I had my hair curler on. I put down a plastic container for ages because I was listening to a podcast with one of my like favorite writers. And I was so into it and I picked it up and the plastic container had fused with the curling iron. So the oh plastic was all over it. And I was like, oh, I really need to curl my hair. I'll just do it quickly. It'll be fine. I have plastic. Can I would see that. I wasn't going to say anything. You can see it? <laughs> Is <laughs> it like a tiny white flake? We'll get it out. Don't worry. I tried to pull it out. Sorry, I moved away from the mic because I was showing Taylor my hair. I have it's all through my hair. No, I can only really see a tiny bit. Plastic. 
I spent all morning pulling it out. The You Beauty Girls are in here after us. We'll ask them for their help. <laughs> it's the crossover no one saw coming. It's the spill times You Beauty. How do you get plastic out of your hair? Surely it's a universal problem. There's an oil for that. Yeah, sure, there's an oil for that. There's an oil for that. Coming up on the pod today, something just as important as the plastic that's currently stuck in my hair, and that is the fact that Millie Bobby Brown, star of Stranger Things and many other shows, is the new cover girl for Glamour, and she's done a really interesting interview that has some people scratching their heads and being like, what is this weird thing? Some people are angry. Some people are supportive of her. We're going to get into all that as the entertainment story we need to talk about today. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. All right, so Laura, this profile has come out. I've been reading it and rereading it this morning. And what I love is when a profile titles itself really nicely and then goes straight into like a very unnecessary description about where they're meeting the celebrity and what they're doing. The title of this profile is Millie Bobby Brown is not your girl next door. At just 19, our Global Woman of the Year honoree is building an empire. She doesn't care whether you think she's too young for world domination. And that like alludes to what the entire profile ends up being about, and we'll talk about it later. I thought it was really nice, though, when they talk about her being the Woman of the Year honoree, her and America Ferreira are both being honoured. Yes. Two women that have been very busy this year. I didn't realise how busy Millie Bobby Brown had been, though. She's an actor, and we know her, obviously, from Stranger Things, and she also has that beauty brand, Florence by Mills. She has a production company, which I didn't know, but it's named after her siblings. Yeah, and it's responsible for Enola Holmes, that big Netflix hit that she's in. And she published a book. Yes, a fictionalised version of her grandmother's life. I know she's making me sound tired, but it's like when people say, like, you have the same amount of hours in the day as Beyonce. It's like, well, Beyonce and I have very different things, like very different teams around us. So I'm sure she's a hard worker, but I don't think anyone should be like, I should do that at 19. No, I mean, Beyonce has a team. I have myself. Yes. And a Google calendar. (laughs) You have me. And I don't know how much that's actually worth these days. (laughs) But yeah, like I said, I love when these profiles sort of set the scene and it's like her with a a very baiting line. It's like her pushing a pram. It's like, well, there's a dog in that pram, but it's very cute. Yeah. I kind of love that as an intro because as we always say with these celebrity profiles, they're so set up to make the subject of the interview sound so otherworldly, like said actress walked towards the table, unaware of her beauty, (laughs) her basic black top slipping off her shoulders. Sometimes I can write these in my head before I actually read Mm. them. Like she stirs her green tea and looks out into the world with eyes that are older. And I was like, let's just get to the interview. And I think that they try to do that with Millie Bobby Brown and it kind of works in this context. They talk about how young looking she is, but the fact that there is a big burly security guard following her every move just through the streets to kind of show that she's not an average 19 year old and, and like she can't even step outside. Mm-hmm. But yeah, pushing the dog carriage and then they say a little dog pops its head over the thing. So I have questions for her about being the kind of person who pushes a dog around the streets of New York in a baby carriage. But anyway, we'll pass over that. She's young. She doesn't know any better. (laughs) But then they pivot. Like this dog is not just there to be cute. It's a storytelling device because the dog is her panic attack dog. That took a turn so quickly. (laughs) I was like, oh, we're we're jumping in. Okay. I love that. I love that people have support animals. I don't know if they need to be pushed around in carriages though. 
Yeah, I mean, well, this particular dog, I'd love to hear their tell-all one day. (laughs) Yeah, it did pivot between some really simple stuff like that and her shows and also some of the controversies around her, which is interesting because going into this, if you'd asked me which young starlet was very controversy-free, I probably would have said Millie Bobby Brown because obviously there's a lot of talking points around her, but she's not someone who's had like a big social media faux pas. She's not someone who's had to apologize for a project. She's not someone who's been caught up in like a really salacious affair. And they don't get into it, but obviously there was a whole Drake rumor thing Mm. of him like grooming their friendship. That's been in the press a bit lately. And there's been a bit of controversy over her getting married so young at 19. But in this, she talks about a controversy that I wasn't super aware that existed. And it's this idea that on the set of Stranger Things and during the press tours, she was seen as a really spoiled brat who would talk over her co-hosts. Yeah, I was reading through this as well, and I had to stop and think, like, is that actually a criticism? But she says that she was the target of frequent criticism for such controversial acts as talking, having an opinion and being loud and cutting her Stranger Things co-stars off during media appearances. I went back and I watched some of those press junkets just to, like, is this actually real? I want to remind people, Millie Bobby Brown was 12 years old when Stranger Things started filming And they all were really young. They all talked over each other. They're kids. Yeah, exactly. I know I really felt for her, especially as someone who does have a loud voice and is a big talker, especially when I get nervous, which I guess has worked out okay for this job, in general is frowned upon. And there's so many times where she says, I just got swept up in the excitement, which I get, and you kind of don't realise what you're doing. And especially because some of her co-stars are a bit quieter than her. And in those videos, they look a bit nervous and she's just so peppy and she's talking to them and she's talking to the interviewer and she is talking a lot, but you've got to look at it through the eyes of a, it's a child and also a child who's been performing her whole life and is used to performing in front of adults and putting on a show, then being criticised for doing that in front of the cameras. It's a really strange take of like to like demonise a young actress for that. I think it's a strange take. It's also a very dangerous take. We shouldn't be putting these things and these critiques on children, especially so publicly as well. There are all these really awful like YouTube compilations of Millie Bobby Brown like interrupting her cast for 10 minutes and Millie Bobby Brown not letting Sadie Sink get a word in. And it's like that's so damaging and so unnecessary. And I think as she's gotten older, what it translates to is Millie Bobby Brown is just a loud woman and we know that historically people are not kind to loud women. Exactly. I mean, justice for loud women. May we know them, may we be them. I definitely want them. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> justice for them. Well, coming up after the break, there is one other controversy around Millie Bobby Brown for getting engaged so young at 19 years old, and she's not the only actress who's faced this conversation. Okay, before we get into the second part and sort of the big chunky and meaty part of that profile, there's one other thing that we have glazed over and we need to talk about. It's how Millie Bobby Brown found out that she was a feminist (laughs) in a very unconventional and I'm going to say a very Hollywood kind of way. She went to a psychic. I love this so much. This is so wholesome. And there's backlash online about this towards her saying that. Oh, but get she's, over it. She's so dumb and she doesn't know what feminism is. And to those people, I say, shut up. <laughs> this is how we get boring celebrity interviews where they're too scared to say anything. I want to hear about this young little poppet, how she went off to a psychic and the psychic said, you're actually a feminist. And she was like, whoa, mind blowing. <laughs> and she went home and she looked up what a feminist was. That's really cute. She looked it up and she was like, Yeah, it's me. It's describing (laughs) me. 
she's like, I believe in women. This is, if that psychic hadn't told me, I would have gone my whole life without knowing this. I don't care how you got there. Welcome to the club. We're happy to have you. Yeah, I'm not usually a believer in psychics, which has been a very contentious issue in the mummer office recently because I found that everyone else is very into psychics. And I was like, I don't really think that's a thing. But if psychics are out there spreading the word of feminism to young women, let them do it. Oh, got to fight the good fight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this leads in very nicely to the final part that we need to touch on about feminism. Millie Bobby Brown has been criticised for not being a feminist because she's fallen into this weird trad wife trap, which I don't think I really buy into that. She's engaged to Jake Bon Jovi, that is John Bon Jovi's son. Much to my mum's dismay that I am not engaged to Jake Bon Jovi because she is a well, it's not, stan. Look, these crazy kids might not work it out. They might be a shock <laughs> for you still yet. chance. So she's been criticised heavily because she's only 19 now and people are really not happy when they announce their engagement. Yeah, exactly, because they had been together for about two years or so when they got engaged, I think only publicly really, like in the public eye for the last year. So people were sort of aware they were together, but obviously that all happened when she was 17. And I think also playing such a young child on Stranger Things for so long, a lot of people in their mind still really see her as that young woman in her like early tween stages. But when the announcement came out that they were getting married, and especially because she said she knew instantly Mm. when they met that that they were going to be married and be together forever and they were so excited about playing the wedding and little Bon Jovi dude was like all invested in playing the wedding with her and stuff. So that was all very cute but there was a lot of backlash from not just her fans but like the wider online and commentary community that they had no idea what marriage was, that they were way too young and that they were just doing it for the hype of a wedding, not the marriage. Mm. Which we've talked about before on this podcast. I know that we, the poor Beckhams, we talk about them all the time but I know that they were definitely a subject of that conversation. You can go back and listen to those past episodes. Um, We talked, I think it was when we talked about young divorcees in Hollywood. I think that you're right. When we think about somebody like Millie Bobby Brown, we've known her and watched her since she was 12. She's now 19 and she's sort of transitioned from preteen to teenager to now nearly a young adult in the public eye. That doesn't mean that you have ownership over her or her decisions though. And she doesn't actually owe us an explanation or to justify an action like getting engaged, regardless of how big of a life decision you think it is. Yeah, exactly. I I do agree with that side of it. But I also think with celebrity culture, like it doesn't exist in a vacuum. So these kind of decisions that we see, especially young, famous women making, because they tend to have really intense fandoms that follow along with what they're saying. And I guess the idea is that they are glamorizing things like young marriage or like with Kylie Jenner, like young parenthood, you know, having a baby at 18 and the idea that their female fans will follow them because they see the women they admire doing that. I think it's a bit of a long bow to draw. Like I think obviously glamorizing marriage and motherhood are two of the hardest things in the world that you can do and making them look like this just like fun thing that you do is on a whim is damaging. But at the same time, I don't think there's lots of young women out there who are now rushing out to get pregnant and married Mm. because Kylie Jenner and Millie Bobby Brown did it simply because they cannot afford to. Well, yeah, I mean, this is a cost of living crisis. Let us not forget. But also, I mean, Millie Bobby Brown announced she was engaged. It's not like she's running a 15-part vlog series on planning her wedding. Yeah, I mean, that might be coming. I mean, I'm going to watch it, but the information's out there. She's not really actually done anything else to promote it per se. It's interesting that like young women getting married and having babies young and especially getting married has been kind of glamorized in a way. But I think that over the years, going all the way back to something like a Drew Barrymore getting married when she was 19, 
obviously no one was sort of saying at the time that was a great idea, but it did kind of add to this mystique and glamour of this young actress. And then you've got like Sophia Ritchie, Sophie Turner, Victoria Peltz Beckham, Mm -hmm. also married name, who were all getting married very young. And obviously there's varying ages there. There's, you know, Sophie Turner was 23, Millie Bobby Brown's 19. I think there is a difference between that. But I think there is this glamorization of young weddings and young brides now more so than before. But the only factor that people aren't talking about is that these women have all been in the spotlight and a lot of the time working since they were kids. Mm. So they have a very accelerated lifestyle. Like Millie Bobby Brown's been working since she was a child. She's already started a company and she's studying at uni and she's been in a TV show and she's already fatiguing from her working life, which most of us don't really hit until we're in our 30s. Same with Sophie Turner. Like she's a child actress working on like a massive TV show and doing movies her whole life. So she gets to 20 and she's like, I need to take a break from working. And same with Kylie Jenner. Like she'd been on a TV camera since she was a very small child. She had a whole company and a business and everything by the time she's in her teens. So to them, having a baby in a wedding at that time feels like taking like the next life step. Whereas most people are like, how can I afford beers on the weekend and put <laughs> petrol in my car? I mean, I was a bloody... And I still live at home. I was a bloody idiot at 23. So there's no way I was getting married then. But oh, like, God, no. if you have done all these amazing things, been nominated for all these awards and you've had a whole career you already... You own a company already that you're the director of. And obviously like you had help starting it, but still you would be looking to like, what's the next thing that's totally. the next exciting? Like going out and buying a futon from Ikea is not going to like fulfill you. <laughs> Like it did the rest of us. No. <laughs> Although that's a very important rite of passage if oh, you are 100%. a young Australian person. Yeah, I don't think we should demonise her or criticise her for this, but I definitely will be waiting for more wedding planning and pictures and hopefully we get to see a little bit more from their relationship. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. This episode of The Spill was hosted and produced by Taylor Strano with audio production by Scott Stronick. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au and over on The Spill Instagram. Bye. Bye. Na 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 na